0: Well, today is all about you, where we get to answer your questions, and we are excited to be able to do that together.
1: Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners who've yeah. been sending in their questions. It's so great to receive them all. And I want to encourage you, if you would like your question answered in a future episode, you can yeah. go to drfaisalmalik.com and just click on the link to submit a question. I do want to encourage you, uh, you know, give us your name, maybe where you're from, and give us some background to your question. Because sometimes when we have a little bit of background, it's easier to yeah. answer that question. Yeah. And we want to make this a regular part of the podcast where we answer your burning questions questions. So yeah. that's what we're doing today. Yeah. I like
0: the idea of burning questions. That sounds like they're, they're better than normal questions. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, are you ready to dive in? Yes. You're ready go. for the first. Are you ready? I'm coming I at hope so. you. <laughs> I hope so. Let's see what happens. Well, what I did is because there's some topics, of course, we get everybody's yeah. asking the same questions. So I kind of collated okay. some of them. All right. So the first question we're going to go with today is um, we had several people ask us and especially the women, okay, Okay. this is coming from women. If I've met a young man and he is a believer, you know, and I'm attracted to him, but he really doesn't have a vision. Like, what am I meant to do? Should I just leave this guy or what do I do with such a guy?
0: Okay, good question. I think it also depends on the age. Obviously, they, they haven't mentioned the age in the no, question. No, So if he's a young person, let's just say he's in, his, he's in his early 20s, okay? Okay. So if he's in his 20s and he's got the right people around his life, like a mentor, a pastor, a leader, they would have been wanting to foster vision in him already. Okay. So the real question, you want to ask some questions. So um, do you have any mentors in your life? Do you have a pastor in your life? Uh, where do you, how do you grow? How do you mature? How do you learn? So you're looking to see if someone is talking to him about vision. Because if he's hanging around people with vision, they should start to foster his thing as a man, you should start to learn to develop vision in your life, right? So, you're,
1: a, so you're saying if, if I'm in this situation, I should kind of like meet this guy for coffee and, and ask some questions. Yeah, you
0: need to ask some questions because you need to find out, listen, uh, when did you start working in your life? How old were you? Because you'll notice a hardworking person starts working when they're young yeah. and they're consistent. And what I've learned about men is they're either lazy or they're hardworking and that never usually changes. So you want to find out if they're hardworking, which means they probably started working as a young age, and they may not know yet what their full vision is. But mm. what have they accomplished so far? Mm. Maybe they, they had a desire and a vision or goal to go to school. Did they get their degree? Okay, good. Uh, have you been working on the side? Have you had any responsibility thus far? Well, you know we had a tragedy in our family, and I've been working this way or I've been doing this. Like my dad died when I was seven. Yeah. So I remember as a young, young, young tween. Uh, you know, helping making breakfast for my sisters in the morning before yeah. we're going to school. So before we're going to school, I was making them breakfast. So guess what? I'm learning responsibility. And even though my mom later remarried, I was just a hardworking young young, young boy yeah. and I was a private t- teacher. So mm-hmm. I offered private tuition after school to students and mm-hmm. I charged a lot of money for that. And I also was doing a little other business on the side. Yeah. I was doing that since I was 13, 14 years old. Yeah. And so, but I realized as I look through my life, I've always been a hardworking person.
1: Yeah. You you're an I mean? entrepreneur. It's always you're always working. You're always in it. And it starts when you're young. Yes. So what you're saying is, if if this is if this is me, I gotta kinda get to know this person a little bit. But I have to say, when you're asking all those questions, I'm like, <laughs> man, do I just sit him down and say, Okay, here we go. Question one. Question two Yeah, well
0: you you want to ask because you see, you at a young age you may not know the vision. But now let's say the guy's thirty, mm. and if he has no vision and he doesn't know what he's doing in his life, that's not a good sign.
1: Yeah, because now, I mean, 30, you you should have some idea of what you want to be doing or at least getting into the beginnings of something. Yeah. You know, have a plan for where you're going. Yeah,
0: and if the guy's like, I got this big dream, but then what have you done about that dream?
1: Ah, so, yeah. so I'm
0: going to be this person over here. I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be this. Well, I'm going to be an author. Have you written anything yet?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right?
0: Uh, you know have you actually had any gigs where you're acting in no well I'm going to become this great singer well what results so you see so you got to be careful because women love because women have the capacity to dream Mm -hmm. uh, the vision into reality so when they love a guy and they love a man they want it they want it they can dream what he has a vision for Mm -hmm. but we also got to be careful is he walking towards that vision in some way shape or form Mm -hmm. you want to identify that in your conversations and you'll know fairly quickly Uh, is he lazy is he hardworking what's he doing to get to that vision right Mm -hmm. Uh, is he playing video games all the time. Well, I don't know. What's he spending his time doing? Is he pursuing God? Is he passionate about his vision? Is he called to do something? Does he know what he's called to do? Mm. Is he in that field? Because remember, we talk about for a man, he should be in his field, in his area of assignment. Yeah. But if he don't know what his field is, if he doesn't know what his assignment is, and he's 30 years old, you know, I, I got some questions now.
1: Yeah, Right. Yeah. and if he's if he's kind of going from job to job to yeah. job, I can't so, kind of so, figure so, out things. So
0: he probably doesn't have mentors. Mm-hmm. He, he probably may not have had, unfortunately, a, a good father figure in his life, possibly. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to look at that. And that's okay, but you can learn, you can grow. You know, I my dad died when I was... Young, so I ended up learning. Thank God, I ended up on the right side of the whole equation. I could have ended up on the wrong side of the equation, but by the grace of God, I you know I looked at that and 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 changed the way you Mm -hmm. know I was going to live life. Mm -hmm. So you can ask questions and has he overcome struggles? And when he was struggling, did he step up to help his family? Did he step up to help the situation that was he in, or did he back down? Yeah. So you're going to learn some characteristics does he have? So maybe he's really young and he hasn't got his vision defined, but he's working towards something. Yeah. That's okay.
1: Yeah, you wanna you're actually determining the character of the person. Yes. Is this someone who who would grow into it if he doesn't have it right now? And yeah. these are these are great questions. And I, I trust you in the audience that these yeah. are helping you because these are great questions to really you're kind of drawing out what's also in their heart.
0: Yeah, and you want to find out, like, is the person interested in becoming a high-value Christ man? Mm. Uh, Does he believe in the Bible enough that he should provide for his children's children? If he does, does his actions line up with what he says he believes?
1: Wow, big one. Right? Big one.
0: And that's important. Uh, You know, for example, does he honor God with a tithe? Because if he can't honor God with a tithe, he's not going to honor your covenant either, right? Is he loyal to God today? because he won't be loyal to you tomorrow, right? Yeah. If, if if Jesus is so awesome and loyal and he's sinless and he's pure and he's holy and he's unconditional in his love and he can't be loyal to him, how could he be loyal to you when you're imperfect?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So so you you can ask some good questions, you know? Yeah. Uh you know, and you can learn about their life fairly quickly, not in a judgmental way, yeah. but in an intent to understand the get person. Getting
1: to know the person, yeah. you know, because you just get to know them in in, in a deeper way. Yeah,
0: and, and you're not looking you don't have to go date the nation here. (laughs) I mean, what you want to do is sit down and have a conversation and say, forget about dating. I just want to find out who you really are. And I know that's what dating used to be. Now it's become something else. It's not dating. It's mating. So (laughs) we just say, look, I'm interested in mating. I'm interested in finding out who you really are. And you're going to ask some good questions and you'll find out a little bit about the person. Are they Mm -hmm. sincere? You'll find out, do they really have a prayer life? How do they overcome that challenge? Mm-hmm. Oh, they prayed, they did this, God said this, Oh, was it really true? Mm-hmm. Did it actually come to pass? Um, who are their mentors? Mm-hmm. Who are they hanging out with? Who are their friends? Because your income is going to be within the average of the five people you're closest to in your life, statistically. Okay. So you're going to write know right away, you know, what, what kind of income do they want to make? Because if it matters to you, and he's supposed to be a provider because a Christ man is a protector, a provider, and a lover. Mm-hmm. And he wants to love you, provide for you, protect for you, and care for you, and nurture you, and cause you to to blossom and bring the best out of you mm-hmm. well he's got to develop that character you might say well, he's got to be really old not necessarily if he's around the right people early on mm-hmm. and he's mentored a little bit and he's been developed a little bit he's has had some responsibility then then you know he can kind of grow into that from an early age yeah. I was a responsible man from a young age yeah now there's some things I could never learn as a young man because it just takes time mm-hmm. but you know you can still you know, learn a few things along the way. Like yeah. I was living on my own. I moved to a foreign country mm-hmm. just before I turned 17 years old, right? Yeah. So I'm a teenager living in a foreign country, no family, no nothing, mm-hmm. and having to make my own way. Yeah. Well, that's going to obviously mature you a little quicker, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you know, and you're going to meet people like that. And if you meet a guy like that as a lady, that's a good thing mm-hmm. because, you know, he's a hard worker. He's, 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 he's not scared of the sun shining on his head when he comes outside the house. You know, he's not afraid of the rain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah, it's he's like, prepared to
1: stand yeah, on his own two feet yeah, and, and he, make something of Yeah, in his life. he's not
0: a Pee Wee Herman. You know mm-hmm. he's going to do something with his life. he's yeah. going to do it with you or without you. But he'd love to have you uh, with him as, as a helpmate to yeah. go accomplish the vision and the dream together. Right. Yeah. So, so these days, I know that's harder to find. Because, you know, we're, we're, we're actually, our culture is so toxic that we're not letting men be men anymore. Mm. So men need to get around like this podcast and like we do in our relationship by design nights yeah. where we invest in men, invest in women, and we help them, uh, you know, become a Christ man or yeah. a Christ woman so that we can have better relationships, better marriages exactly. and better families.
1: Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Well, I want to kind of follow on to that question okay. because somebody else sent in a question asking, "What if now the person that they are attracted to or seeing, you know, yeah. this is a believer, but they don't actually there's some like theological differences? So, for example, uh, the, the the person themselves they're a believer, they believe in the Holy Spirit, they believe in speaking in tongues, mm. but the person they're attracted to doesn't. They believe in Jesus, but don't believe in speaking in tongues or the Holy Spirit, like." What would you, what advice would you give to that yeah, person?
0: That, that's a good question. I think what you really want to look for is is the person opposed to something, okay. as opposed to an open heart, and they don't know. Ah, okay. okay. So if you if you're if you're the person that prays in the spirit and loves the Holy Spirit and knows God, you're going to have a hard time relating to that person, especially if they're opposed. If they're opposed a spirit of religion will step in between your marriage. Okay. And the moment a spirit of religion steps in, it will kill the life of the spirit in your own life. And remember, a relationship is never about you becoming less than who you are. It's about you growing, maturing, and blossoming. So you have to determine not just how, like you said, this person likes mm. the guy, mm-hmm. has, is attracted to this person. Yeah. that's not That's important, but there's also another thing. How do you feel in their presence? Mm. Do you feel you want to get closer to God? Do you feel empowered to grow? Are you encouraged? Uh, do you are you drained, or are you empowered? Mm. Are, are you, do you see? Are you yeah. are you motivated to become better? Are you motivated to grow? Mm-hmm. Are you motivated to learn? Are you drawing close to God? How are you feeling about yourself? Are you feeling insecure mm. when you're in their presence? Are you feeling confused about who you are? Are you or are you more sure about your identity? Mm. Are you more confident in Christ? Uh, Are you becoming more authentically who you really are meant to be? Are you your authentic self with them? Or are you hiding that version of yourself and trying to be somebody else? These questions are more important because if that person doesn't believe like you believe, but the the symptoms will be, if the symptoms are negative, you're not empowered uh, and you are feeling little about yourself, insecure about yourself, hiding who you really are, that itself is a bigger red flag to me. But let's say they don't believe exactly like you believe, but they're open and they're hungry. They're not going to put you down. They're going to be curious. They're going to be hungry. They're going to empower you. You're feeling closer to God. That's okay.
1: So you're mm-hmm. saying that they should bring it out, address it. Yeah, you know what I'm absolutely. saying? Just have that conversation say, hey, this is what I believe. This is who I am. Yeah. I mean, uh, rather have that conversation and see where the person's heart is than kind of just not talk about it and kind yeah. of stay away from
0: no, it? No, no, I, I think it's okay to talk about, I think the thing about relationships is this, when you are not messing around and you're not out there playing around mm-hmm. and, and you're playing the field, so to speak, and you actually get into the interest of being a serious relationship, you can actually have serious conversations. Mm. That's why in certain cultures where they have you know, kind of a traditional marriage set up, even like in the Bible, where you meet somebody through family or you meet somebody through, uh, through someone else, the, you have a higher chance of your marriage being successful just statistically even today versus randomly meeting somebody on a dating app or some other way. Not that there's exceptions to the rule, Mm -hmm. but we don't want to build our life on exceptions. So when you meet somebody through God's method of meeting them and God brings them into your proximity like we talk about often Mm -hmm. or brings you into their proximity because you're in your field. Remember, a woman should be presented by God And a man should be with God, prepared and ready to receive her. If you're walking that out a little bit and you've watched any of our podcast episodes in the past, you're probably Mm -hmm. learning about that. Mm -hmm. But in that process, it's important that you're paying attention to what God is doing. Mm -hmm. And you're also like asking the right questions. Um, And and you're like, hey, you know what? Uh, Am I hearing from God in the process? But have the difficult conversations up front. Let's get them out of the way. Because yeah. then you can really enjoy, and, and I believe it's better to court somebody mm-hmm. towards marriage than date this person and date this person. Courting is like, we're, we're going there, yeah. we're getting married, but we're just getting to know each other for the purpose of marriage now. Yes. But you can get all these tough questions out of the way and find out if you like somebody, if there's, if there's chemistry there, mm-hmm. if it's God involved in the middle, if there are yeah. pieces there, if you know something's happening. You can get all those questions out of the way up front. So have the tough conversations.
1: And do you think that this is like a deal breaker? If, for example, let's take the issue of speaking in tongues and the the, the person, the guy you like, he's like, no, I'm against that. We don't believe in that. It's like, is that the deal breaker? Do you step away from something I think if
0: it's the guy that isn't, and the woman is, the woman's gonna struggle for the rest of her life because what begins to happen is a man is supposed to spiritually lead the woman as mm-hmm. well in God's order. Yeah. So if she's in a spiritual place, you're not, you're not gonna be able to lead her, especially if you're opposed to that. That's not leading. You're mm-hmm. not You're not causing your woman to blossom, to grow. Uh, Jesus said, uh, well, the Holy Spirit says in 1 Corinthians 11 that the woman is the glory of man, mm-hmm. as Christ is the glory of God, and man is the glory of Christ. So that means the brightest expression Of who Jesus is, is what a man should exemplify to a woman. And a woman is the brightest expression of everything he is. Mm -hmm. So if he's not leading her spiritually investing in her, loving her and empowering her, and he's opposed to what she believes, that's not good for the woman. Mm -hmm. It's going to suppress her. It's going to put her in a religious cage and she's not going to feel herself. Mm -hmm. She'll know right away. I don't feel myself around him. That's not healthy. You can pray about it because God can change someone's heart. But I think I would really evaluate that. Now, if it's the other way around,
1: yeah, I was going to ask you, what's different if it's the so other way if around? it's the other way right
0: around, because the man's supposed to lead, and the woman's not totally opposed. A, a woman's designed to receive love. Mm-hmm. She wants to be led in a feminine role. Yeah. And a woman becomes feminine when the man becomes um, masculine in a healthy, Christ-like way. Mm-hmm. So when you want to provide, when you want to protect, you want to love, you want to care, you want to lead the woman, mm-hmm. she naturally wants to settle into that feminine role, and then she appreciates and enjoys that. Okay. She may not have even had that because she's always had to be in that role to do everything herself, especially yeah. in today's culture. So she might be a little not so used to that. Mm. She might even tell you, I don't like that. Yeah. But then when she experiences a real Christ man, mm. she feels safe. And when she feels safe, she becomes feminine. When she becomes feminine, she goes, I kind of enjoy this a little bit. Mm. And so in order for her to trust that way, if a man has that and she's open, that's a lot easier. Because okay. you're supposed to lead anyway. Yes. And if you're, a, if you're ahead of the game, so to speak, yeah. that matters. The other thing is we can't, uh, um, we can't measure maturity by spiritual giftedness. Okay. okay
1: that's very good. Okay. Explain
0: that a little bit. So in other words, sometimes we, we think, well, I'm not so spiritual. That person's gifted. They can pray in tongues. They can prophesy. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't mean Jack. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Okay.
0: Because what what spiritual maturity is, can you walk in love? When you, can you suffer a wrong? Mm. That's maturity. Can you be humble and mm-hmm. and control your ego? Can you forgive somebody? Mm-hmm. That's maturity. Can can you, um, do you have character when no one's looking? Will you do the right thing? That's spiritual maturity. Do you have the fruit of the spirit? That's spiritual. So spiritual maturity is measured by the fruit of the spirit and how you live out God's word. Can you obey the Holy Spirit when he speaks to you? That is a spiritual person. I'd rather take a spiritual person than a Mm. gifted person because a gifted person can hide their character, hide behind their gift and have poor character.
1: Because what you're talking about really is character. Yes. Because you're looking for character, not gift. Yeah.
0: So, for example, First Corinthians 14, mm-hmm. powerful text in the opening part of that chapter says, you know, pursue love mm-hmm. and desire spiritual gifts. Yeah. But the key is, some people desire spiritual gifts, and 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 they pursue me. They pursue spiritual gifts, and they're left desiring or lacking love. Mm, that wow. combination is more dangerous to me.
1: Yes.
0: So that kind of person to me is hiding behind their gift. Because when we are broken and when we are wounded, mm. when we've gone through a rough life, our tendency is to find our identity in our gifts. And we see it in the world all the time. Yeah, That's why you see people, the more gifted they are, the more famed they are, the more in trouble they are.
1: And you're and you're talking about not only spiritual gifts. You're actually probably talking about just charisma in life, or yeah. you know people who have the, seem to have like this this big life. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? They talk a lot. They're out there. They seem to be really successful in some things, but you, but it can be masking a lack of. It character.
0: can it can be masking. So I think character really matters. And I think if you're a wise man or a wise woman, you and and this is why the you know when you wait a little bit and you've had a pause from the reckless life maybe you've been living and if the dating concept hasn't been working for you Mm -hmm. and god's saying to you listen i need you to come get close to me for a little bit i need you to get away from everything you're doing come hang out with me hang out with jesus court Jesus, date Jesus, learn what genuine love is as a man Mm -hmm. when you're broken and you receive from Jesus your head. And as a woman, you learn how to receive what, recognize what genuine love is. So when a man shows up, you're like, oh, I recognize that kind of love. It's different than what I'm used to. But you can't do it when you're caught up in the world Mm. and that kind of love and relationship to relationship and person to person. That doesn't work. You got to stop for a moment. Take a breather and say, okay, God, I need to recalibrate my attraction radar. I need to recalibrate Mm -hmm. the way I am. What does attraction look like now to me? And I need to mature a little bit. I need to heal from what I've been in. I need to discover who I really am, become my authentic self. So now then you're getting ready a little bit closer to getting into a relationship Mm -hmm. because God can present someone to you, Mm -hmm. if you're the man, he can present a woman, Mm -hmm. and if you're a woman, he can present you to a man Mm -hmm. in his field, in his place, Mm -hmm. where where he's supposed to be. So these dynamics are playing, God's working with you, but you gotta ask those important questions um, as well.
1: So this leads me to Mm -hmm. another question, which I think I know how you're gonna answer this, but I'm gonna ask Mm -hmm. it anyway, because we've had a number of people asking it. What if now I am? I've met a guy and I'm and I've been getting to know him, and he's a really good guy. Yeah. You know, he's he's he 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 looks after me. He, you know, all the things that you talk sure. about. He's a really sure. good guy, but he actually is not a believer.
0: Yeah, that's Like, a, like I mean, what am
1: I meant to do here? Because, you know, sometimes we meet Christians, and it's horrible to say this, yeah. but sometimes they really are not good people, not yeah. good guys. Then you meet someone who's not a Christian, but he's got all of these other character, all these things yeah. you're talking about. What do I do if I'm a believer?
0: Yeah, and, and that's a tough situation you're in because chances are that guy's got a good family he comes from. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has some good people in his life that encouraged him, believed in him and he's raised with good values. Well, that's gonna show up. So I've oftentimes met people that are unbelievers that already have good character. Mm -hmm. Then when they become a believer, they become an incredible person. Some people just have some good values and good character, Mm -hmm. and and we should value that. What we should take away from that is, watch how someone has been raised. Uh, What kind of family do they come Mm -hmm. from? Uh, what kind of friends do they hang out with? Mm-hmm. So, really, the question we should be asking is if you like that about a guy, let's say it's a girl saying she likes yeah. that about a guy who's an yeah. unbeliever, it's like, okay, why is he like that? Why does he have good values? Why does he have the morals that you like? Why does he have certain aspects of good character? Well, maybe you need to understand that so that when you find the next believer, you ask the right questions. Okay. Because you might meet a believer that's gone through a lot of stuff, but they haven't matured. They're merely unchanged men, as Paul says. You know, yeah. They haven't changed. They're a child. And Paul said, when I was a child, I acted like a child. When I became a man, I grew up and became a man. Yeah. I grew up and I matured. So Christ has to be formed in us. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, I'm a Christian. I'm born again. I'm a card-carrying member of Christianity. Yeah. What is, how has Christ been formed in you? Mm. How have you walked through the dark places of your life how have you dealt with some of your trauma how have you dealt with some of your challenges your mistake your sin how you dealt with your characters your character developing in your relationship because if you get close to jesus he's going to work on your character you can't help but become like him the more you hang out with jesus the more you're going to become like him and there's things you used to do that you realize you don't do anymore so those are good questions to ask you know how did you used to do this well i used to do this oh really well, how did you overcome that how did you change and then you're going to hear a different story from the person mm. you know and so those questions are important so back back to your point if they're an unbeliever and and let's say you're a woman and he's an unbeliever it's absolutely not going to work mm-hmm. because he cannot spiritually lead you number one number two the Bible says to be un- to be unevenly yoked mm-hmm. you have to be evenly yoked with the person and to be yoked means you got to walk together like a you know oxen yeah. carry a yoke yeah. and and you you can't have an ox yoked with a donkey okay. it's going to pull Yes. The, the, the whole thing—the cart's going to go the wrong way, yeah. or the plow's going to go the wrong way, yeah. and so you, you have to have focus. You have to have the same destination. Looking at that's vision, mm-hmm. and you got to be evenly yoked. You can carry it, mm-hmm. and so. But but the way God works it is not so much yoke like that. It's head body yoked. Yes, you yes. don't. You want the head to go this direction, but you don't want the body to pull this way. Mm-hmm. So imagine your head's going here and the body's going here.
1: Yeah,
0: that's always going to be confrontation. Right?
1: Yeah, because if, if you're if you're a believer, let's say you're a woman, you're a believer and, and the guy is not, he's he's always heading in another direction yes. other than where you're where Well you're God
0: basically says that to marry an unbeliever is absolutely not biblical. So if mm-hmm. you do that, that's your fault. You can do that. It's gonna take you years and years of, of pain. And it's going to affect your personality and affect your children down the road, Guaranteed. And,
1: and have you seen generally in in this, you know, because what about the fact of if he's a really mm. good person? What about if he maybe he could come to know God? You know, maybe yeah, you could lead it's him possible. to God. Do you know what I'm saying? It's well, possible. In your experience, um, it, does that happen more often or less often?
0: Well, nowhere in the Bible does it say go you out into the world and date people and marry them to make them Christians.
1: So it's not a form of evangelization.
0: It's not. Okay. So, so I think why are you getting yourself into trouble? The God you serve and the God you believe in, if your God is working on you, you can ask for a believer. Mm-hmm. You can ask for a Christ man. You just got to know what to ask for and you got to know what to look for when he comes across your path because God will bring you across his path, mm-hmm. usually not in the dating way you think, but he'll have you cross one of those paths in life. Mm-hmm. You'll come into his life in a way that you were not expecting. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes open. God will bring you into the proximity so either you have to really trust God in this and go for it if you're going to compromise for an unbeliever uh, truthfully it's not going to work because he Mm -hmm. cannot lead you spiritually the Bible says he's a temple of demons
1: oh goodness that's quite blunt (laughs) so
0: so everybody is a temple of a spirit if you know Jesus, you're a temple of the Holy Spirit. If you don't know Jesus, you're a temple of an idol, a temple of the devil. That's what the Bible clearly, absolutely says. And he wow, says, there's no way. no way. A temple of darkness, a temple of idolatry, a temple of devils can be a temple with you. They might be a nice person, have good values, have a good soul, but inside they're carrying a devil. And I know people don't like this, yeah. but that's the Bible. They are children, they are sons of the spirit of disobedience, they belong to the enemy. They're his populace. They might be good and they might be good values, but the moment they get around the spirit of Christ in you, the spirit of Antichrist in them is going to awaken and you're going to have conflict Mm. because the spirit of Antichrist is comfortable with the spirit of Antichrist. But if you have the spirit of Christ and you get married and get covenanted to the spirit of Christ, there's going to be warfare in the spirit realm. You're going to have an unhappy marriage and it's going to be difficult for you. And you might go five, 10, 15 years before they get saved, but by then the damage is already done to you. Yeah. And if you're a woman that's worse than if you you know if you're the man. So
1: that's that what you're talking about it's 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 actually just going to bring you a lot of heartache. Yeah. And it's 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 almost like a form of deception it to is. think that okay well I can get married and I can it'll change once we're married or or I can I can actually change him or her yeah. or you know whatever the case. You're
0: is. better off being married for a few years and happy than married for a long time and unhappy. Mm. Because and I, and and the idea is look there are believers in the world. <laughs> yes. Okay. And are good. there's good men out there, and there's good women out there. Mm-hmm. God can bring you across one another, and he'll do it. He's, he's, he's the author of love stories. He's written your love story. You just got to play your role in that love story. We talk about that often here on the podcast. So if people haven't watched some of our previous podcasts, they probably need to go because we've been talking about relationships yeah. a lot here. It'd be nice for them to go and watch this stuff. It'll change. This person that's asking that question will change the way mm-hmm. they think about this. Yeah. And they'll appreciate that, and and I'm just being truthful, right? Yeah. About the temple thing. I love unbelievers. God loves unbelievers. We we get unbelievers saved all the time. That's mm. awesome. And just because you've heard a story, which is an exception to the rule. Mm make that the way you're going to do things yeah that's good right because there's and, always exceptions
1: and, and the thing is that god god may lead them to the lord but but this the place of relationship is not the place for that when you're choosing yeah and maybe
0: they're an unbeliever bring them to church Let, let's see how they act around an environment where the holy spirit is present where god are they hungry do they want god maybe mm-hmm. they just don't know yeah maybe that's yeah. okay then don't yeah. date them yet but let's get them integrated in an environment and let's see how they act yeah you know are they going to We're going to find out what's in them. Do they want God? Are they going to rebel against God? Are they interested? Are they drawn? Are they hungry? I've had that happen to people. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, one of our girls were like, hey... They weren't dating the guy yet, but they wanted to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. They brought him around church to one of our conferences, actually. Mm -hmm. And the guy that weekend got born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues, got touched by God. And he's like, whoa, what just happened? Because he was innocent, hungry, and pure. Mm, You see? so But then she's like, oh, wait a minute. There's some potential here. God can be doing something, and something's worked out over time. Mm -hmm. And before I know it, they went through some counseling, got ready. He's been growing, and he's learning the Bible. and He got excited about God and sincere about him, Mm -hmm. and we married him. Yeah. So you see, you can be wise about it. Yeah. Don't get into a relationship. Yeah. Test the waters with, bring them as a friend. Invite as a, them exactly, as a friend. You don't have to commit to anything. Hey, I have this thing going on. If they're resistant and they're like, well, I don't want anything to do with that. Mm. Okay, well, you're get getting some answers there. Yeah. But they come and they get touched by God. Yeah. And they're like, wow, they respond to God. They're hungry. They want to read the Bible. And they're, and they're interested in God outside of you. That's a key point. Mm. If they're interested in God only because of you, oh, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. They got to know they want Jesus outside of you. Okay. Because you always want your, your your person to love God more than you, whether you're a woman or a man.
1: That's really good. Very important. That's very important.
0: And you need to find that out. Mm-hmm. And you'll. And that's where character comes from. Yeah. If, you, if you're a guy and you really like a girl, but God's giving you some instruction or you have some character... You know, you're not going to get caught up with the wrong woman because you have character in your heart and you love God more. Yeah. If God told you she's not the one or you sense she's not the one, well, you're going to obey God in that. Yeah. Do you follow what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So that builds character in you as a man to obey him, okay. especially in the relationship department. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. If God's telling you to get out of a relationship, it takes character to walk away. Mm-hmm. It, it takes courage to walk away. Mm-hmm. It means there'll be some heartbreak for you. There'll be some healing to walk away, but that takes some character. And I've heard many stories of people. You know, I just heard a story of an incredible woman not too long ago that the Spirit of God just touched her. And she walked away from a relationship that was a very uh, you know, long relationship. She was in a 10-year relationship that was with an unbeliever. But God just touched her, awoke her to her true roots. And she came to a realization of her faith in Christ. And she says, no, I can't be part of this. And she knew immediately when the Spirit of God touched her. And wow. just tremendous character took on her part mm-hmm. in obedience to God. But God totally changed her life mm-hmm. as a result of it. But it took some character to walk away from something like yeah, that, right? Yeah. So it's hard. You know, walking with Jesus is not always easy. It's not a piece of cake. It's not a slice of cake, you know. Yeah. It, you got to walk out some things. Yeah. And But the beautiful thing is, God will bring beautiful things into your life. Because yeah. if God asks you to walk away from a relationship, it's because he can't introduce you to your dream and what God wants to give you, what you've been praying about, mm. while you're in the wrong one.
1: That's right. You know, as you're talking, I just sense there are people, and I don't know if it's this person who asked the question, but there are people in our audience who are in that place right now. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is, I just feel like is encouraging them to have the courage to walk away I, yeah. I just I just feel like there's some people who you need to hear this today yeah. that God is saying you've got you've heard the truth today and you've got to walk away. You've got to have the courage to say, God, I'm gonna go your way. I'm gonna separate from this thing and I'm gonna give myself to the Lord. Yeah. I just I just Absolutely. really sense I, that. And I, yeah. and Lord, I just I just pray if that's yeah. okay. Can yeah, we just pray. Let's pray? I just pray right now, whoever that is, I thank you, Holy yeah. Spirit, that you touching them right now and you're giving them the courage, because as we turn to you, God, and we surrender to you in this, your grace comes and you release courage right now and and strength to whoever this is, Lord, or any. there's maybe more than one. Just give them the courage to choose you, to choose your way. And as they do that, God, we just thank you that you're going to do amazing things. God, you're going to turn it around because there's, for some people, I just feel like, that this is actually the blockage. Yeah. It's, like, it's like this, this person that, you, that you're hoping will change, thinking is going to change, they're actually stopping you from moving right. forward into what God has for you right
0: now. And God will never ask you to walk away from a relationship with not something better and already mind. That's right. In fact, if he's asking you, your time and season has come. And the time and season of that other, your actual person mm-hmm. has come. Yeah. So God's about yeah. to connect you, but he can't connect you while you're in this thing. You need to walk away from that relationship for God, not another person either. So God's like, you need to choose me over this so I, I can build a real relationship with you. I, that's what God wants. Then I can introduce you because yeah. you want God to make the introduction. Yeah. But if you have to say, look, I, I'm going to hang out with this person until the right one comes, that never works Yeah. because you can't go from jump from one thing to the next. Mm-hmm. You, you really got to get towards God and be set apart to him, be uniquely his for just a little bit, and while you are uniquely His, God can say, now that you know I'm yours and you're mine, I, I, I'm the head, you're the body, I'm the Christ, and you don't realize what love is, let me introduce you to your your person now.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's usually when God's asking you to walk away, He's gonna first draw you to Himself for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then He's gonna introduce you to somebody, and that's gonna be the answer to your prayer and what you've been desiring, and it wow. will be beautiful. It's going to be
1: beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Whoever that's for, it's going to be beautiful. But I I have one more question that I want to ask, because I just sense today, even in our conversation, that we're answering people's questions and really helping them. So another question came in that uh, I want to ask you. I'm interested to hear what you think. Someone was asking, how important is an age difference in relationships and I okay. think from this question this person was saying it was maybe a larger age gap between the two of them okay. so is that important does it even play a role in this okay. day and age?
0: V- very good question um we know this that women mature emotionally um, faster and quicker than men do mm-hmm. and they mature in general uh more quicker than men do yes and I think we have enough evidence of this in our society yeah. and culture now Fast forward. This has been historical fact. Mm-hmm. So, generally speaking, a man um, has to be older to be at the equal place of a woman, let alone be able to lead her. Okay. But a woman is f- find satisfaction when she's emotionally understood, mm-hmm. spiritually led, and understood, yeah. and and uh, and you know, a relationship and a connection can develop. Mm-hmm. She needs that as well. So does the man, really? But he may not even be aware. Of that he needs intimacy outside of physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes men just think they need sex. Well, they also need intimacy on an emotional, mental, intellectual level. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to connect with someone. That's how you're going to have a man that really sticks with you. Mm-hmm. If it's only about sex, that's not going to last. Mm-hmm. So for a woman to be understood and be happy, she generally would need somebody older than her mm-hmm. or a man that started to mature when he was very young.
1: Like for example a guy who went to another country or had to stand on his own to feel yeah. very young, had to that, face that means
0: that okay, that, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. So you can find somebody close to your proximity of age, mm-hmm. but he's been through enough things that he had to learn emotional maturity. Maybe he had a family where he has a good relationship with his sisters, his mother, mm-hmm. and maybe he's he's mm-hmm. he's had to be in touch with his emotions. Mm-hmm right he's yeah. dealt with this trauma he's had to overcome he's got a deep relationship with god which usually means he's been broken mm-hmm. he's broken to the place that his ego his strength is his uh his pride has been broken and god has restored him mm-hmm. now god can do a lot of that so what work has actually been done in his life because you know you can meet a man that's 40 and not mature
1: exactly right but
0: you can meet a man that is 25 and a little bit more mature than a 40 year old man right so that depends but so generally speaking it's good to have an age gap Mm -hmm. uh but really ones that have a little bit larger age gap Mm -hmm. like ruth and boaz in the bible that a bit of a larger age gap between 17 and 25 years we don't know somewhere in there yeah i didn't know it was that big it it was it was a pretty big age gap but in that you know there's some benefits so age gap you know you have to evaluate that mm-hmm. but usually what i found any of the age gap relationships i've seen that are in christ mm-hmm. they're some of the happiest couples ever yeah. because they had to really ask the important questions mm. it just made them ask questions and do i really like this person do i am i comfortable with the age gap why do i like them but it's actually easier for a man if the age gap is with the man mm-hmm. uh, to be able to understand the woman a little bit more if she's younger, mm-hmm. unless he's caught up in his old ways and he's really old,
1: yeah, I, I you mean obviously, what I mean? yeah. But but
0: you can have an age gap and be young at heart and be mm-hmm. you know uh, you know you yeah, know. I mean cool you, and, could, so you I, can. I, I know
1: some fifty year old men that are more young at heart, you know, than some thirty year olds. Right. Years. Right.
0: So so you can you can have all that. So mm-hmm. those are some dynamics you look at. And uh, if you are willing to be with somebody with an age gap, you have probably evaluated a lot of things, asked a lot of questions, prayed about it a lot, thought about it a lot, had a lot of conversations. Mm. And if you like that person you and you have something real for them and they have something real for you, you're going to have a happy relationship. But you don't have to go look for that much difference. Yeah. A little bit of age gap is good, but let's go to today's culture. Yeah. In today's culture, men are maturing even less quickly now unfortunately
1: unfortunately yeah
0: and so they're less responsible mm-hmm. uh, they're growing up in a culture where men are no longer allowed to be men you see
1: they're you not know, yeah. they're
0: yeah. not being taught how to be men mm-hmm. because now it's it's risky to be a man because when you make a stand for your for your wife it's like you're in trouble now mm. with feminism. Uh, if you make a stand for your children, you're in trouble now because yeah. they're, they're allowed to have whatever gender they want. You know, there's so many things. If you want to be a provider, you looked at, oh, you're, not, you know, you're, you're just- You're trying to control yeah, her. You're trying to you're, control you know,
1: it's, it's like this toxic masculinity when it's just yeah. being a real man. Yeah,
0: and so really, you know, you want to be a man that can love, provide and protect a Christ yeah. man, like a high value Christ man, yeah. but at the same time, you're humble. Yeah. You're confident, but you're humble. Like Jesus is a lion, but he's also a lamb. Yes. So you got to know both those dynamics have to play. When yes. a man is a Christ man, he's got both dynamics. He can be confident because mm-hmm. he knows who he is and who Christ made him to be. But he's also humble because he knows without Christ, he's actually nothing. Yeah. So there's this beautiful divine tension, yes. which is attractive, I believe, to a woman. Yes. And it's good and healthy to have in a relationship. So... Nowadays, men are not maturing as quickly. That's why we spend a lot of time. A lot of men are drawn to our events because you know they're, they're learning how to mature, how to become men. And what I'm mm-hmm. finding is men already have potential in them. Yes. We just got to speak to them. Mm-hmm. And we got to speak to the potential and we got to help it come to the forefront. But our current culture, our entertainment and our narrative in our screens and, and our shows and everywhere else is discouraging true men to become Christ men. Mm-hmm. Being a Christ man is not popular anymore. Yeah. To make a stand isn't popular anymore. To have backbone isn't popular anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. when you become a man, a real man has backbone. Yeah. He don't care what culture's telling him. He's still yeah. going to be a man. Yeah. He's still going to step up to the plate where he needs to. Mm-hmm. He's still going to take responsibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's still going to be humble and be kind where he needs to be. He's still going to have some chivalry. He, he might run across somebody that's not like that. He's going to be, okay, that's fine. I respect what you're doing. I'm not going to try to change you. Mm-hmm. I respect you. I honor you. But mm-hmm. I'm also going to be the man that Christ has called me to be. Yeah. And you might not yeah. be the right woman for me, but the right woman's coming for me.
1: Yeah, do, do you yep. follow? Yeah,
0: and so uh, those things play into it. So age gap will be helpful. Now I've also seen couples that are very close in age, Yeah. and it works great because, like I said, the man has more importantly has the man walked through some things mm. where he's had to mature quickly. Then, 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 then I'm less worried about the age gap.
1: Okay, right. So you're looking, you're looking at the maturity of the man in exactly. the situation. Exactly. Because
0: I want the, the woman needed. to be happy. Okay. And for the woman to be happy, she needs to be led. She needs to be understood. Mm-hmm. She needs a man with some degree of emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. a man that, you know, is going to be kind and not blow up and lose his temper. Yeah. A lot of women uh, don't like that. Most Mm -hmm. women don't want a man to get angry and they usually don't like that because if they grew up in a home where they saw anger between mom and dad, it creates trauma for them. They want to be safe. A woman doesn't feel safe when a man loses his cool and we don't know what he's going to do. That's a very unhealthy place for a woman to be in. She can't let go of herself. She has to then save herself and then she has to protect herself. And that's not fun for a woman. A woman needs to be able to be safe and vulnerable and trust the man she's Mm -hmm. with and honor the man she's with and be loved by the man she's with and blossom in his relationship That's what she wants. She wants that emotional, financial, spiritual, uh, and physical security as well. It's important God designed a woman that way. God designed a man to give love. He needs to give his love to but he doesn't know that until he becomes a real man in Christ. Then he realizes, oh, I am self-aware. I need to give my love to. I'm happy to love a woman, provide for a woman, protect a woman, help lead a woman. I want to be there for her. I want to make her happy. He finds joy in giving his love. Mm. He doesn't just want to receive love. He wants to give love. But a woman, when she matures in Christ, he goes, I want to receive love because God made a woman to receive love. That dynamic is really cool because when she receives love from a mature Christ man, she then res- responds with that kind of love mm-hmm. and then he feels a love he's never known before. Mm-hmm. He feels a peace he's never known before. He senses an honor he's never known and he becomes a better man. He becomes closer to God. He loves this cycle between God and, and the woman he loves and the woman loving him and God loving him and him loving the woman. And it's just the same love of God. It's one love that flows from God from the man to the woman, from the woman to man to God. And And the cycle just keeps going and going and going. With honor and love at the center of it, and you get to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And that's God's plan for the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it affects your feelings, affects your intellect, your emotions, your care for one another, mm-hmm. those little things about each other you discover and you like. And that's what makes the relationship yeah. nice and long term and you then yeah. appreciate it. And that's so. really
1: the love story God has. That's, what that's he the has. love story He's yeah. written for each and every one. Because sometimes we hear those things and we said, Oh, that would be so nice, but maybe not for me. But yeah. God has a love story for every person. And it's
0: not cookie cutter the same. Yeah. Some cases might have an age gap, some cases may not. So, so anyway, I don't know. Does this help? Uh, I th-
1: I'm sure that that's helping everybody, uh, but we, we, we're going to have to stop here. We are going to be doing this again mm-hmm. to all of you listening out there. S- submit your questions. Just go to drfasilmalik.com, click the link, submit your question so that we can answer you. We love to hear from you and we want to answer these questions. Yeah. You know, because I really, what, what you said today, I know has helped people. I hope so. Uh, because we, I know it's your passion, it's our passion to see people. People find the love story that God has for them. So I want to encourage you one more time. If you are enjoying the podcast, well, I would ask you to please like, subscribe to our channel so that you are among the first to get hold of the program every single week. Uh, it's, we, we know it's blessing you. It's helping you. You don't want to miss out.